0: Hey everyone, Andrew here, and welcome to episode six of Beyond the Bike Podcast. And uh, I hope everyone's having an awesome start to their week. In some cases it could be midweek, in some cases it could be at the end of the week. And there's my son upstairs <laughs> eating cereal at 10:20 p.m. Cause he's a teenager. So that would that's what that sound was. And so I'm gonna keep rolling here. Um, This is a very uh, amateur hour here. Uh, There's gonna be random sounds from time to time. I got uh, Peter the dog who might bark, But it's all good. It's all part of the fun. So again, welcome to episode six. And, uh, you know, excited about this. It's, uh, again, something I'm really starting to look forward to. Uh, My Sunday nights kind of finishing my week uh, with some reflecting. And again, as much as I'm sharing with you guys my thoughts, um, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, this is good for me. You know, just again, reflecting on how things are going and sharing that with you guys, and hopefully it resonating with you and, and helping you in uh, some way or another. And so this week in episode six, we're going to kind of again, I'm you know, kind of repeating myself. I'm going to have to find a different way of saying it, but we're just going to go to the week that was, talk a bit about uh, the training uh, that I've done over the past week, um, talk a bit about the, uh, the upcoming week and then uh, finish off with uh, some words of wisdom uh, that maybe can help you uh, this week um, You know, with your training. And in some cases, you know what, to be honest with you, like some of the stuff I'm gonna do now too, I think I'm gonna kind of lean into my education uh, piece too. So it might be um, related to the bike, but it might be just kind of some life coaching too. Um, and I do want to preface this by saying, you know, I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? Like when I'm sharing these ideas, um, you know, a lot of it is just, you know, me kind of talking to myself too, of what I need to do, uh, reminders of things in my life where, you know, um, I thought I was really wise, but now looking back on it, I wasn't uh, as wise as I thought I was. So, uh, we'll get into that in the third part of the podcast so let's get rolling all right the week that was um you know i a, a few people kind of reached out and they said andrew what is this pre-season stuff what are you doing um and again like for me um what's been really big in whether it's been my athletic um you know career, I don't know if I should be using <laughs> career, but when I was more, when I was younger and I was in the sports, that's probably a better way of putting it. And uh, then when I got into my coaching years, uh, for me, it was a lot of it is, is mindset. You know, a lot of it is what's going on in your mind. And uh, so for me, a lot of the times I like to create um, scenarios that motivate me. And so every year at around this time of the year, it's going to start as the NFL preseason. And um, I'm kind of taking that and I'm now applying it to my career, which is about to get rolling uh, in early September and late August, actually, for me as, a, as an administrator. So I want to get I want to get rolling. So some people that kind of reached out said, Andrew, what are you doing with this preseason? So basically, again, if you didn't listen to the podcast last week, the preseason for me is just me getting prepared for September. I want to be ready to roll uh, so that when those first days arrive where I'm back at work and I have to get up to do these early spins, I don't want to be trying to figure it out then. I don't want to be going through the struggles then I'd rather struggle now and it'd be uh, easy then. So, um, you know what, believe it or not getting back into setting up that, uh, preseason and, uh, you know, getting set spins in and yes, I did other spins, but just having those set spins created a lot of excitement and, uh, it just really, I just had an awesome week of training on the bike. Um, one of the things I've I incorporated, which was different than during the school year. I don't know what I'm going to do because I really like spinning every morning. I find it sets the pace to the day. But it, last week I incorporated a rest day and uh, it was really good. You know, it was really good to kind of take a day off the bike. And, uh, you know, I did cross training. I went hiking and stuff like that. But, um, it was, it was nice to kind of just have a bit of a rest day. And I learned that like the importance of rest. And then when I came back on Wednesday, uh, for my set ride, um, at night, it was kind of one of those things that when I got on the bike, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to get rolling here. I feel good. Um, you know, I'm going to get the body going. And, uh, I looked down at the screen and I'm on PR pace. And I kind of said to myself that I wouldn't do that. But I, again, one of the things I'll encourage all of you to do, you don't want to be doing this too often, but when the stars align, go for it. And I found on that Wednesday night spin, um, you know, the stars aligned for me. And and, uh, also I had heard some news from a Pelopal there that was going through some difficult uh, times uh, in the family. And so, you know, fueled by that and, um, you know, the body feeling good, um, I gave it a good go and I PR'd. And so that was awesome. And uh, then uh, as a result of that late night spin on Wednesday, I was wired. So I went to bed super late uh, on Wednesday night. (laughs) And uh, I had a scheduled Thursday early morning spin. And I have to say it was the first time ever um, where I was in bed and I was like, you know what? I'm on holidays. Drew, you're on holidays, man. You can skip it. And, um, I don't know, I'm just wired now because of the, you know, the six months that I've done, um, and, and just, you know, that mindset of, no, you got to do it. If you set a plan, do it. So I woke up, uh, you know, came downstairs to the bike. I was so tired. I skipped making coffee and I started spinning. And I have to say it was the first time ever where I actually closed my eyes during a ride. (laughs) So, um, I feel a bit like a goofball, but you know what? The whole idea of this podcast is me being, um, you know, honest with you guys and stuff. So, um, yeah, so that that was a bit rough, but I got her done. And then uh, Friday, I just uh, the last ride of the week was just kind of again celebrating. And if there's one thing that I can share, is. If you start to set a plan every week, and again, I have my plan, it works for me, whatever plan, if you can start to set a plan for the week, and then you're able to go through the week and check off every day and achieve every day, it just creates an incredible momentum. And it empowers you. And every week as you achieve the goals from week to week to week, you build, more strength that sometimes you need on those days when you're not feeling it. So I I continue to encourage all of you guys to think about, you know, what is, if you, if you haven't done it already, like what could I do, you know, maybe starting in September that each week look at, you know, the Peloton schedule and then start to think about, okay, what are my goals and then start to pick out rides And look at, you know, achieving those rides and achieving those goals, and you'll see, uh, you know, the first week's tough, second week, and then as you kind of progress, you start to get this momentum that carries you, um, which is awesome. So, um, super proud this past week, I achieved the goal, everything that I wanted to do, uh, I did. So, uh, again, super pumped about that. And, uh, I have to say too, like, um, one of the biggest pieces of this training that I've been doing and, and setting the plan has been just how strong I'm feeling on the bike, uh, lately and um you know i have to say like there was a bit before um from time to time it'd feel a bit chaotic on the bike you know especially when i was going hard but again over the last few months i've developed and worked on a technique a strong technique where now you know when i get on the bike and i'm going um i'm really more focused on my technique and the conditioning's there so that chaos piece of you know being out of breath and maybe a bit of panic setting in looking at time uh things like that um aren't there anymore i'm able to just kind of focus on the technique and um so again it's it's been pretty pretty good so i'm really pumped about that And so moving into phase two of the podcast this week, what's on deck? So I have a plan for this week, four rides. So I'm doing four rides. I'm taking a rest day on Thursday and I'm going to go for three early mornings. So those are 6 a.m. mornings where I'm going to wake up and do uh, the morning spin Uh, Again, in preparation for the school year. Uh, This week, again, (laughs) it's not always easy. I'll do my best, I promise. Um, No PR pushes. And, And you know what? I am now going right live here on the podcast. I'm telling you there's no PR pushes. And next week when I record the podcast, that's going to be the most important thing that I want to report back on that there were no PR pushes. Um, you know, it's, it's time for me uh, to get back to uh, like, I've achieved a new level on the bike. Um, uh, you know, and again, I say this with humility, um, getting from you know moving up slowly from 600 to 700 to now 800 is was very difficult okay it was well you know what i'll speak for me it was very difficult for me and so I have now achieved the 800 realm and, um, I have again, a set plan that when I'm spinning, uh, if I execute that plan, I can hit 800 pretty, uh, pretty easily now. Um, so now becomes the, it's, it's kind of like the beginning, Of trying to hit 900 at the end of this week I was in a ride and in my head I was thinking I was gonna hit 900 and then at the end it didn't and that's when I realized okay Andrew you're not ready you're not ready you got to go back to the drawing board and go back and continue to work on speed you know continue to work on resistance Um, what's really important is base cadence resistance Okay, so when like when I talk about base cadence resistance, it's when you're in a PR push, you you require resting states. Now, again, this is just for this is just for Andrew. There could be, you know, all kinds of people out there who use different techniques. But in my kind of technique, when I'm going for a PR push, I need to have a base cadence resistance or base cadence and resistance that allows me to maintain the pace Uh, that'll get me to the PR. I don't know if that makes sense there, but, um, so I need to kind of work on that. Um, again, just to give you an example, when I was, uh, consistently in the 700 range, my resting cadence resistance in a spin was a cadence of 90 with a resistance of 51. So any time I had to ease back from a high resistance push out of the saddle, I would go to that 90 and 51, and that would get me to uh, in the 700s. And now my cadence is 103. With a resistance of 52.53. And so, again, if I'm in a PR push, if I need to rest, I can set the resistance at 52.53 and my cadence can go to 103. And that allows, again, for me to maintain the pace to hit the PR. So, I need to increase that now. I need to work at getting a stronger cadence and uh, better resistance for my resting state. So that's what I'm gonna work on this week. Um, There's also uh, something for you guys to think about. It's called the surge finish. Often in a PR push, you're gonna have to go hard at the end. So you gotta train that. And I've done a lot of work around that. You know, where I'll go rogue on a specific class and at the end, I'll focus on just a high intensity, um, you know, high resistance cadence surge finish. So that at the end, if you need that when you're in a PR push, you've trained for it, your body's ready for it, your mind is ready for it, and you're good to go. And so um, that's kind of the plan for the upcoming week. And uh, super pumped about it, super excited about it. And most importantly, like, you know, like I'm kind of listening to myself. Maybe I'm sounding too uh, too intense here today in this episode six. Um, but, you know, again, with a lot of the coaching I've done in my life and stuff like this, like when you really look at trying to improve, um, you, you have to break it down uh, into like, pieces and it's almost kind of like, you know, building a a bike of some sort, like every piece has to be optimized and you have to work at optimizing each piece. So when I talk about all this lingo stuff for me, that's what I'm doing. It's okay. So to get a PR, you have to have speed you have to be good with resistance you have to have a good base cadence resistance and a surge finish so what i'm going to do now over the next week is kind of pick different in my different rides pick one of those and kind of work just specifically on one of those if that makes sense so i will report back next week and i promise all of you there will be no pr pushes i need to uh to, to do what i need to do So let's move on now to uh, phase three of uh, or part three of the podcast, which is kind of more just, you know, life coaching, some thoughts, things for you guys to think about. Um, You know, one of the things that I've done a lot over the years is uh, I really believe strongly in professional development. And, um, you know, having different, whether it's books, uh, I listen to podcasts for professional learning, professional development, and I think the biggest piece is You know, there's just so many awesome people out there with, you know, stories that they can share about their journey that, you know, you can then apply to your life. And then, you know, in some cases you can't, it doesn't, I can't take the exact what, you know, what exactly what one person has done, but I can take bits bits and pieces that I like. And so, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about it. I mean, it's not a, it's not a new book, but it's uh, tools of Titans and this is one of the books that, that I have uh, you know, on my desk. And from time to time, I'll pick it up. I really like it because what uh, Tim Ferriss has done is he's kind of interviewed all kinds of people. And, uh, and when I say all kinds of people, all kinds of really successful people. And he basically kind of just said, hey, share your formula, man. Like, what's your formula? How did you do? How did you become what you became? And uh, you know, talk to us. Share some of you, share some of your secrets. And so, in this book, uh, it's pretty cool because the way it's broken down. Uh, I have it here in front of me. Um, just kind of bear with me here. All right. So part one is, uh, there's three parts to it. So the part one is just the healthy. And so it's kind of all people who kind of fall within that realm. And then, uh, there's part two, the wealthy part. Um, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. haven't really looked at that part. Um, you know, because for me, life is good. I'm blessed. Um, and uh, the more money you have, the more you spend kind of thing. So um, I haven't really looked much there. Um, part three, wise. So I kind of hang out in the healthy part and the wise part. So I thought maybe uh, for the podcast, I could use some of this and then just, you know, pick bits and pieces and then just kind of give my spin on it. So uh, for today, uh, for, for this podcast, Episode. I wanted to talk a bit about, in the beginning of the book, uh, Tim Ferriss talks about like three big ideas. So you know what? I've interviewed all these people and I've, I have three categories. They all kind of fall within three categories and they're all doing these specific uh, three things. And so I thought I'd share that with you guys uh, to, today or tonight and then think about it this week. And how maybe you could start to apply some of these things to your life. Maybe even just start the, you know, the beginning of the reflection on it. Um, and hopefully it helps. So uh, first off, so there's three. So there's I can think. There's I can wait. And then I can fast. So first off, I can think. Having good rules of, uh, for decision making And having good questions you can ask yourself when things are good and when things are not that great. Um, And I can tell you that that's something that I've worked on over the years. Um, You know, trying to remove the emotion piece from, you know, when I'm making decisions and really just objectively looking at what the situation is and having a process of, you know, what are the pros, what are the cons to this decision? And I find most importantly is making decisions that are in the best interest of uh, the situation and not always what, you know, people are hoping for. Um, and so I think that that's important, you know, it's, it's, sometimes we can have, there's that empathy that comes into play. There's emotion that comes into play and it can cloud our decision-making process. So try to think about like this week, like what, what are the ways that you make decisions? How do you make decisions? And are you able to make those tough decisions? Uh, sometimes uh, that can, you know, be hard for people to swallow uh, it's in the beginning, but then later they'll come back to you sometimes. And again, in education, I'm lucky because, you know, sometimes people come back to me later and go, you know what, Mr. Lovett, like, you know, when you said this to me the other day or we were talking, I didn't really like when you, you know, you shared this part or you said this, but you know what, now I've thought about it and yeah, it's best for me. You know, so again, I think I, I'm lucky too because I, you know, working with students, uh, you start to feel, you start to see the importance of, of of being able to make good decisions that are not always the popular ones, if that makes sense. And um, I find the second part to that, when I, when you think of I can think, is, um, you know, when things are not going great for you. Again, the younger Andrew would be really quick to blame others. You know, it's like, well, it's not me. It's got to be you or it's got to be it's not my fault kind of thing. So one of the things, again, I find, again, this comes with age is, is um, you know, when you actually stop often, if things aren't going really well for you or things aren't going well for you in a situation or whatnot, if you actually stop and go, OK, you know what, what could I do differently You know, what are what are actions that I could do that could make this situation better? And again, I have found that when, you know, when I'm in situations where, you know, things are not going 100 percent, that often when I make just a quick shift myself to of my mindset, uh, you know, things get a lot better, a lot quicker. So I can think there's some thoughts around that I can wait so this one here I find again is something that um, I I don't know I can't pinpoint why but I've always had this ability to play the long game you know Um, so I can wait being able to plan long term you know playing the long game Um, and I think what comes to mind is when I was like if I related to the bike when I was trying to get to 700 You know, that I don't know why, but when I was trying to get to 700, it was really hard and I was killing myself physically. There was a bit of ego involved. You know, you're looking at the leaderboard and you you want to, um, you know, climb that leaderboard and you're competitive. And um, at one point, I wasn't having as much fun anymore with the Peloton bike, like it was just, it was all about, you know, me trying to hit these goals. And then at one point I remember just stopping and I was like, Andrew, what are you doing, man? Like, why are you doing this? Like you bought this awesome bike, this amazing community, um, you know, and but you're not having fun. And I made a shift and I kind of applied that, this one here, like I need, you need to play the long game. You need to play long term. Like, why are you in such a rush to achieve these milestones? And uh, again, a lot of that experience of the coaching came, came back to me. And uh, I just kinda said, Andrew, you know what you gotta do. You know what you have to do. This isn't gonna come easy. As you start to climb and try to get higher up um, in output, you're gonna have to put in the work. And you're gonna have to break it down. You're gonna have to refine the pieces. You're going to have to become better with your technique on the bike. You're going to have to become stronger and just show up each day and do that each day. And it was crazy because from that moment, everything accelerated. You know, when I really started to, you know, as earlier in the podcast, when I talked about those different pieces, when I actually stopped looking at trying to achieve output totals and focused more on just, you know what, I'm not worried it'll happen in time. If I work at making all of these pieces better, it will happen in time for me. So I find too, like, you know, that's an analogy, it's an example that I use that related to the Peloton bike, but I find too, it's it's a good one for life. You know, sometimes we, we really want those quick results. We want things to happen quickly. But when you can just kind of be patient and play the long game, And put the work in uh, usually things work out the way you want them to and then finally the the last piece which you know again I I haven't always been great with but I've developed uh, and worked at it over the years is I can fast you know being able to withstand difficulties and challenges and again, relating it to our journey with uh, you know, the bike, training ourselves to be resilient, you know, and having a bit of a, a tolerance of being uncomfortable, some cases a little bit of pain when you're in the midst of a spin, and having something in your mind that allows for you to persevere through the difficult and challenging times. I know for me, I have little mantras in my head You know, quitting's not an option. That's one that I use and it works really well. When things start to get hard for me, whether it's, you know, when I'm training or even in life, when there's setbacks, quitting's not an option. I just say it. Quitting's not an option, Drew. So think of something else. Not showing up is not an option. You know, so... I was, you know, this week, this, I was looking through this book and I said, you know what, I'll, I'll kind of start with this um, and think about that, you know, think and, and reflect on that this week. Um, think about, you know, how you make decisions, um, you know, asking yourself questions when things aren't going well, maybe looking less at everyone else, maybe a bit more introspective on ourselves. Um, you know, thinking about areas of your life where you could maybe be a bit more patient. You know maybe there's things that we want that we could just kind of go you know what I'm just gonna play the long game on this and be a bit more patient and then finally uh, continuing to work that when we face those challenges those difficulties that we have ways um, that we can overcome them so there you go holy smokes 26 minutes hopefully you're still (laughs) listening Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. I hope you guys all have an awesome week. And I always like to finish with let's be good to each other. Let's be kind to each other and uh, have an awesome week, both on and off the bike. God bless. Take care.